You could do a lot, still not be a big deal. You on a treadmill, running in place. I made a band with a blunt in my hand and the sun on my face. We are not the same when it comes to a lot of things. Fill my lungs with exotic strains. I learned to listen and soak up a lot of game. Plus, I got to change. Know to adapt to it. Heard this beat, had to rap to it. Forward motion, no back movement. Winning now, way past losing. Only thing left to do is shine. Yo, it's crazy how the stars align. Like the universe got perfect timing. Like God exists and he could read my mind. So now, uh... Man, I got so much good music to work on. It's just that's that's all I can think about, honestly, is like getting done with work and being able to fucking throw some beats on and, and yeah, start some start some new projects and stuff. Excited. Yeah. Where do you uh usually find your beats? So like typically I like to work directly with like a producer. So like uh waffles is a producer out of uh tacoma he's the one who produced the majority of our last album growth spurt um and so like i kind of really like to just find people that are local to the state um or work just work with a, a producer directly so that's typically you know i've just found that it's like the music's better when you can kind of vibe bounce things back off of each other you know so. yeah Definitely. Rapper, podcaster, host of the Happy to Be Here podcast, mm-hmm. coming out from Washington State. Mm-hmm. Got exact change. How's it going, man? Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking happy now. I got my weed, man. So, I'm, you know, okay. now that I got my weed, I'm, you know, and I'm chilling with you, man. Shit, I'm good. Who are some of, like, your favorite producers? Uh, not, like, right now. Well, just, like, of all time. Maybe, like, from, like, the past and stuff. Come on, man. I saw I saw I saw you're a Dilla fan. I was like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on. I love Jay Dilla, man. Goats. Um, yeah. Alchemist. I mean, dude, that new Larry June Alchemist project, man. The the beats are fucking dope, man. Just so good. Love it. So good. Uh, Static Selecta is yeah. fuck, dude. I'd probably say he's one of my favorites, man. Like every beat he makes, I'm just it's that funky, jazzy. Like I just I love all the beats he makes. They're they're like my favorite. So I would say yeah, Static Selecta definitely. But now I say waffles too. Okay, it's, uh, we're talking just cats that aren't just like you know blown up. Like my dude Waffles, um, uh, my dude DJ Donuts. He made After the Rain, and then I'm working with a guy in Spokane. His name's Dean Smith. Um, he's on Spotify and all that too. He makes a, do- a bunch of dope ass beats. So shout out to those guys, man, because they're fucking they're killing it too. Just not getting as much recognition. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was listening to Growth Spurt um, earlier. Usually, I like to like listen to the music of whoever I'm going to interview before. And I saw Waffles was on there, and I knew uh, DJ Donuts did After the Rain. And After the Rain is like such a such a vibe. Like just caught into that one song. It's awesome. He killed it on the production for sure. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah, man. That's I, I'd say that was my favorite off the album by far. That was yeah, like my same. baby. Like when I wrote it, I was like, I knew something. And it was, like, felt special when you first write it, you know, because it's like I was addicted to just doing the hook and, and like the beat was just, it had that sunshine vibey fucking, you know, just optimism, like put a smile on your face type shit. So Definitely. Yeah, I, I love that shit. And it's a six minute song, man. God damn. I know. Yeah, I was uh, 
I think it was something you posted on uh, Instagram talking about like how it doesn't seem like it's a six minute song. Yeah, like yeah. it's like it, it definitely like that's like the perfect way to put it. Like it doesn't seem like a six minute song at all. Like it, it just each like from your part into like the other verses too from like Jinx and from is it uh Islo? Yeah, Islo Matisse. I know some people it's like it's a tough one to read and put into words sometimes. Yeah. I thought it was uh, Laszlo for the longest time, and then I was like, oh, it's an I. So it's Islo. I know, he needs but, that. Uh... <laughs> he always says that too. Man, I gotta use that lowercase I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, so you just released a Get It Back song. Uh, right now it's on YouTube and Instagram. Hopefully streaming services soon. Um, and then you're also, I would say, a master of just being laid back and chill vibes. Um, how was it? Uh, releasing that song get it back uh, i feel like you got a lot of uh positive feedback from it so far um but i just want to hear from you how that was yo so first off shout out to homage beats because that is that's a dude that i just found on youtube a dude who just got a bunch of youtube subscribers you know one of those dudes who just makes fucking you know just blew up on youtube i think and uh so shout out to homage beats man he produced that beat and, uh, you know, you know, from the beat, like when you hear it, it's like, fuck, dude, like I could not just like write to it. It just came right out of me, man. So, you know, I wanted to go. Uh, I just wanted to go bars on it and just give people just a straight message, just shit that they could hang on to. No catchy hooks, nothing like that, man. Just just really just meat and potatoes all the way through. And uh, and yeah, I think that people resonate with that because it's just straight to the point and it just, you know, gets you making a lot of oh, oh faces, hopefully. Oh, oh, you know, that, oh, that line. Oh, <laughs> you know, that, that was the goal, you know, and, uh, and I just wanted to talk my shit, man. So, yeah, that one was, uh, that one was a lot of fun. Honestly, I, we do this thing called, we, we do a lot of bar videos, which we, you know, we kind of distinct those away from. Uh, real songs so we'll do just we do we did something called more bars monday as a hashtag super bar sunday as a hashtag uh, it all started with my buddy ts the solution who's a super dope artist he's on the album Grosper, and he is the one who challenged me some years back he said man i'm gonna challenge you guys because you guys are dope he said i want i want you to do four bars daily so he challenged me and Matisse to just go four bars every day, put it on Instagram, use the hashtag. So we did that and it kind of created a monster as far as us just making these bar, these different bar videos. But Get It Back was one of those that just was like, fuck, I got to release this. I got to, I got to release this. So just for this interview, I'll let you guys know it's going to be out on streaming platforms on the 10th of April. So you'll be able to fucking stream it as much as you want. But until oh, then... Yeah. Run up those fucking YouTube views for your boy, please. For sure. And I'm a huge fan of music videos. Like, I obviously, I love music a lot, and I talk about that. But, I, like, just having, like, a visual for a song um, is, like, insane. I've been watching a lot of, whether it's, like, Chance the Rapper videos, Joey Badass, and mm -hmm. I just come back to them. And I, like, it, like, just it sets a diff different, uh, it's just, like, a different feeling when you listen to the song without it after watching it. And I get that from Get It Back a lot. Like, it, it was just well produced, obviously, the, the the music, your bars, and then just the whole video itself is just like, oh, I, it's like perfect, pretty much. Um, the camera angles, the editing um, from Matisse, it was just, it was awesome to watch. So that's awesome to hear that you're going to be releasing it on streaming uh, coming pretty soon. And still sticking with the music, you guys 
you and Matisse are a rap duo, I would say. It's pretty clear. Um, you guys released Growth Spurt, your third studio album. And how's it been? That's been out now for six months. Uh, how's it been uh, the whole journey just without that project? It's been wild, man. I like made it at the worst possible time. Like my girlfriend was pregnant. Like we we're like about to have a kid. And, like, you know, my girl's like, you working on an album? I'm just like, ah, it's, you know, it's deeper than that. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, you know, and then she, she came around. We look back on it very fondly or she looks back on it fondly. You know, I love it. It was, it was, that's like our baby. Like, you know, um, but like, it's been amazing, man. Like it's opened up a ton of doors. Cause first we dropped the, after the rain video, I feel like that got a lot of hype and then dropped the album. And then we did a show here in Spokane at Lucky You Lounge and almost sold the shit out, man. We we're so close. So we're going to go back for round two and try to sell it out. But we, you know, we had that place packed and you could just kind of, it was all off of that, off of after the rain the album and it was just it's just kind of you know the album you know when you listen to it it's all encouragement positivity like it's almost like a lot of it is us talking to ourselves like you know it's gonna be all good like you know let's just keep going like when you don't stop shit happens like as long as you're you're willing to take advantage of the opportunities just keep going and you're just gonna get better so that that project has done a lot for us um, as far as like the right people hearing it and like doors opening. So yeah, I'm very proud of it. And, uh, yeah, man, I still, I still promote it shamelessly still promote it. Definitely. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a vibe, a lot of positive vibes for sure. Can you discuss, uh, the role of collaboration? Like what's, how, how are you different? Like your process differ from maybe working with Isla Matisse on a song rather than releasing a song like soul doing a solo song like get it back or life changes it's crazy man I'm, yeah i'm just like uh i i tweeted this out like a few days ago but it was like i'm gonna get it done with or without you so that's not like shade to anybody else but like i'm just writing all the time like i'm just it's just like if i have beats that are like touching my soul then i'm just getting after it so I don't a lot of times, like, especially lately, I've been having the mindset of like, I'm not really going to wait around for somebody else to write a verse to this or for us to collab on it. I just want to give people music, too. So that was another reason for like, get it back, like, like drop it. But I I, I like doing the solo thing because I've been making music with Matisse for just the longest time. But I've been recently liking the solo thing because you can just... Uh, for that, for that reason, I can just kind of put my heart and soul into some shit and then just like release it to people without having to, um, you know, wait for somebody else or send it out for a feature or something like that. But um, it's definitely, uh, you know, with the busy lifestyle, man, just being able to fucking just write, hit the studio and drop it. So that's, um, I mean, that's it really. Like I love, I like the collaboration is more fun when you're doing a, like a joint song. Cause you know, you're chilling, we smoking, we coming up with a hook, you know, a lot, a lot of times it is over like, like this kind of stuff too, where, you know, like I'm grown, man, I'm 36 years old. My, my fucking, the homies are rap with are grown. Everybody got families <laughs> and kids and shit. They got, you know, we can't just hang out like when we were 23 and just fucking, fucking just kick it every day, you know? So it's, yeah. it's tougher, but, um, you know, the ideas bouncing back and forth. I feel like that's the biggest 
pro of like when I work with Matisse, I'll say something, he'll bounce something back that I'm that I never even would have thought of, you know. And so that is like, oh shit! Like you just in real time, you're seeing the music get better, or the or the video get better, or whatever we're doing, because you're able to bounce it off this other person, and, and they're gonna see some new new stuff there. Definitely, and what you were just saying, kind of, um, it's cool that like you say, like by your age, like in that age, you're you have a kid, um, you have your girl, then it's different than being like in your twenties, hanging out all the time and stuff. But it's cool that you you're still doing that. And I, I mean, you didn't fall into like an excuse of like, oh, like I'm done doing music. I'm too old to do this. Like you're, you're still doing it, releasing music out there. You have your podcast too. And I know that's a lot to balance all that time um, doing the podcast, music and family and also work too. So uh -huh. like, you're, you're getting a lot of shit done and it just proves that you, you're a productive stoner too, which is like awesome. Man, <laughs> I, I really think that it's like, you know, I feel like a lot of people want to rap or they want to make music, but not a lot of people, not a lot of people's heart is in it to the point where they're just gonna do it regardless. Like I've just yeah. kicked it with so many people and seen so many people that are really talented that are, you know, that kind of just once they don't become millionaires or, you know, full time fucking, you know, paid for rap, they they just, uh eh, they drop it, which is understandable. Like they moving on, they got day jobs, they got families, they got to take care of priorities and shit. But for me, it's like, I love this shit. Weed, I got ADHD. So we just like, all it really does for me is just motivate me to want to write music. Like that's it. So I just, as soon as I smoke weed, I'm just like, man, you know, where the beats at? But you know, that I, I feel like I just stick with it because I just want to make music like genuinely like i'm not doing it because i'm trying to like be cool and like being a you know what i'm saying like it's just yeah. like i just love this shit <laughs> so. I, think, I think it comes like that that message you just said like that comes across in your music too it's like you're not trying to be like this person like you you're just having a good time you're having a good time you're 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 being yourself and you're with your friends making art which is like crazy and it's that's it's just it's really inspiring and motivating definitely i was gonna ask like if you had any tips for people maybe that are like trying uh people that wanting to start music or even a podcast so we'll get into the podcast uh in a little bit but just any tips for people trying to try to do it but they don't have the motivation um so like i think it's like first the thing to understand, especially if you're trying to rap, that you probably suck at rapping when you haven't rapped a lot, right? Probably really bad. Like I haven't, like I, it took me like years. Okay. So, I mean, that's just my situation. There's probably some prodigy rappers out there who just rap out the womb. But me, I literally rapped for, I mean, I started rapping when I was 16. It had to be like 2000 one or two or three or something like that i don't know and so just freestyling that's how it started off it was just like we would find you know instrumentals and then just it was like a game like just rapid like just trying to rap you know and you're just you're just spitting some bars and it was just trash right and it wasn't i was at that moment not even thinking being a rapper creating songs doing shows like what i was just in retrospect, falling in love with hip with rapping, 
You know, I always loved yeah. hip hop at that point, but falling in love with the act of trying to rap and like trying to not fuck up and like to talk about real shit or, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Um, how, so I know you're from Washington, but you're not from Spokane, um, but you're, you've been in Spokane for, I would say, a majority of your life. Like yeah. how has Spokane inspired uh, your music and your pretty much just your art, the podcast and the music. Yeah, I would say the the thing about Spokane is is like the community of people. There's like it's it's a smaller place than Seattle, so um, I I think it's cool because people are more accessible and people are more willing to work maybe like as far as like if you wanted to collaborate with a venue or with a business or if you wanted to get somebody on your podcast i find it very fairly easy and uh because people are just nice here i i like i don't know i feel like seattle kind of got a reputation people are mean over there people, <laughs> i hear all the time people are like man people in seattle are mean and in spokane people are nice man especially people that yeah. are like younger and coming up and doing shit like we have a really good community out here and and then of course man the summers man hitting you know the winters are brutal so we're fucking you know we're we're fucking we're tough but then at the same time when them summers come out man we're so filled with joy because we just did fucking you know nine ten months of winter it feels like so we're just yeah you know like it's just such a vibe over here man with all the trees and yeah man it's fucking it's super inspiring for me, man, just to, to write music that'll make other people have a good day. So I, I, I love sure. Spokane. Yeah. Um, so you have your podcast, Happy to Be Here. Um, mm -hmm. You have been doing it now for three years and you have 114 episodes. The most recent one with DJ Donuts, who was on uh, Growth Spurt After the Rain, who produced mm -hmm. that. Um, how has that journey been doing podcasting? Because I, I I currently watch it, and I've only watched it since I found out about you, roughly when Growth Spurt came out. And then today I went back and I was watching kind of like some of the first episodes. You did one, um, you're outside uh, interviewing. Like, yeah. how has that journey been? <laughs> Dude, fucking crazy, man. Because like, I, I don't know, man. One of, that was one of the things about Spokane. I was like, man, I don't... Like, if you were new to Spokane and you can't you moved here and you were just like hey you know how do i find the new how do i find what's going on here where's the podcast where's the local person that's interviewing people so i can get a more in-depth look of um you know the people that are doing cool shit here and i i had been here for a long time and i didn't know where that was i was like there is no podcast here that i could listen to so i was like you know, I was listening to a lot of Joe Rogan at the time. So I was just kind of, you know, always like the idea of bringing on interesting people and making it about them. Because that's the other thing, too, is I'm a rapper, right? When you're rapping, it's just all about you. You're promoting yourself. You're pitching yourself. You're selling yourself all the time. And so I wanted to create something where it wasn't about me and where I could put the spotlight on somebody else um, and, and give people a platform. You know, and maybe and grow something where, you know, I could get people that don't have as much recognition, uh, more eyeballs and, and maybe fans, stuff like that. So, yo, from the very beginning, man, <laughs> it was just crazy, dude. I just bought like an interface and some mics and I was trying to just set it up in my living room. And, you know, I, mo I just moved it all around my house. 
um, in the bedrooms. We, you know, we went through a lot of stages. You go in there, watch those videos, man. We, the growth is real because, you know, <laughs> might have been 2020. Fuck, I don't know. Somewhere around there, I fucking, yeah, 21, maybe. Yeah, 21, I think. Maybe I fucking got a, uh, you know, I met Brennan, who is uh, the guy who, um, he owns Spocast. Mm-hmm. So you might see that page popping up here and there. That's where we record. And he's just a podcast guru. He just does. He produces podcasts for a whole bunch of people in town. And uh, and he got me like from the house to like into a studio, you know, so that way like it just made it more legit, you know. And then yeah. he's also the same, you know, you know, he he's the one that put me on to like, you know, how to get paid doing a podcast and stuff like that. So, you know, um, it's really the growth has just been crazy, man. But we've interviewed a lot of cool people and, and, and done a lot, man. We just it's just a day at a time, man. Yeah. Do you uh, how do you see like the podcast evolving in the future? Like, do you have any plans or thoughts in like the back of your head that, you know, you want to do? I just you just haven't done them yet. Oh, yeah. So like one of them is like just like taking it on the road. So my buddy Cody, who's the co-host of the podcast, He's got a fucking, this dude's got a knack for just creating fucking van homes. So he just like, (laughs) he like guts out vans and puts beds in them and like just, and then him and his family, let's go fucking driving all over the country. So this dude's got a couple vans and shit. And we were talking about, you know, if we had the podcast and we could like drive over to Seattle and then I guess, you know, some cool people that we want to interview over in Seattle and do like a kind of like something like that like bring happy to be here on the road for a few episodes and and pop up and do some stuff outside of spokane so that's something that uh we that we've talked about but you know i'm i'm really hoping like this is the thing man i'm just i am just naturally motivated i feel like because i'm just always like so we're gonna do that like what's up with that like how do we put this together like so i see it growing man i you know now we're making a little bit of um money off the podcast and stuff like that so the reason that's important is because then you can invest back into the podcast um because then you can start investing in ads you can start investing in um you know being able to do things like taking road trips and you know we i'd love to be able to get like bigger bigger um names on too like one um one part of Spokane that I haven't really broken into much is the comedy scene. So I would really like to, to meet more comedians. And I think it would be really cool if one day I'd be able to like interview comedians when they come into town, just like, you know, get them on my podcast. I think that would be tight. Yeah. I, I think you could do that. Cause you have a very, you're very likable and you have a very like laid back vibe. And I, I, I can see you easily just talking to them to get them on your podcast. I know, um, I just saw him last night, actually, Adam Ray, who's, I believe he's in Seattle. Fucking love um, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> awesome. Also a Mariners fan, too. Yes. But uh, I, I could see you have, Adam Ray's a great comedian, but also just a podcaster, too. I could definitely see you guys doing something in the future. That'd be awesome. But the comedy scene, yeah, that'd be that'd be sweet. <laughs> dude, that'd you're be, speaking uh, it into existence for me right yeah. now, dude. You're putting <laughs> it out in the universe. That's what I need. Yeah, <laughs> that's dope. Um how did you come up with uh, kind of like the name and it's, I would say it's a brand uh, happy to be here. Man, that's kind of crazy, man. I don't, you know, I think I was thinking of like what to name the podcast. I was just like, what do I want to name the podcast? You know, you got a couple ideas and I just, 
like it's it's just gratitude right like the constant reminding yourself you know i'm just lucky to be here i'm happy to be here right i'm like i i could have it so much worse stop tripping about the past stop tripping about the future what about like right now is like the memories we're going to be making or that we're going to be looking back on is like right now you know what i mean right yeah. this very second so that's where that came from it just came from a place of gratitude and i just landed on that because i just kind of it just really felt right to me and then it also i felt like it was something that other people could apply to their lives you know so definitely that's beautiful yeah i i, I mean it's easier said than done but i kind of wish more people lived in the moment and appreciated like what they have and I mean, I, I learned that like at an early age, just to appreciate everything I have. And cause like, you mm -hmm. never know when you'll be gone or someone else too. Like I'm in my, my mid twenties and I, there's people that I've known from like high school and stuff that are passing away. And I knew like that was going to start happening mm -hmm. at this time, but it's just like, it's so, it's so interesting. So it's I'm a trip very, when it's yeah. happening, you know, all yeah. of a sudden it does happen and you're like, fuck, dude, holy shit. This is, yeah. you know, and it can be anything. That's the thing. It's like, it's not to be afraid of life. It's just like being happy that you can control this moment right now. And, you know, if I want to go do like, I think that we just get jaded in life and it's just the same thing over and over again. A lot of people just you know you can either add color to the canvas or it could just be a fucking blank canvas every day or just like a dull canvas, you know, and you're just yeah. kind of like, fuck, dude, where really it's like when you see every day as an opportunity to, you know, and that's where it's like we're music. It's like that's how I'm able to decorate, you know, my reality is like with music. And it's just the fact that you can create music like film where it lasts forever. It's just something that will always be there. It's just the meaning of like with that is it just hits so deep in my soul that it's just like it gives me purpose and in turn just like fuels that gratitude and that happiness definitely yeah who are uh who are some of your inspirations for music like it doesn't even have to be a rap but just any music inspiration okay yeah um li listen i listened to tons of shit when i was a kid like i listened to fucking uh i was listening to like country music and i was listening to a lot of like whitney houston and queen and like that was kind of like some of the first stuff that i found was like you know just shit that my parents had my mom had like a lot of christian music so i didn't really like stealing any of her cds or getting any of that <laughs> i was like i was like all right mom you know i can turn yeah. this off but uh <laughs> But like when, when I started coming up, you know, I was listening to just like, fuck, dude, just the stuff that was on the radio. I really fell in love with hip hop. You know, when Eminem dropped the Slim Shady LP, that was like, you know, I got that that snuck to me from a, from somebody older than me and the Chronic 2001, Dr. Dre, that album, too. Those two right there, man, I would just fucking as soon as my parents would leave, I would just go to the sound system and pop in that burn CD and just be slapping still Dre, still DRE. So it's like I was listening to that type of shit. And then uh, Devin, the dude, man. Devin the dude is my, like, he's like my favorite rapper. I would say he's like my favorite OG rapper. It's like, there's so many new, like, things that I love. Anderson Pack, like, a lot of really 
good shit out there. But Devin the Dude, I feel like has probably had the biggest influence on my style as far as that laid back. Like, I mean, after the rain, I feel like was, you know, I was just really channeling my inner my inner Devin, but I feel like I've kind of developed my own style. Like you just take all these people that you admire and that you listen to, and then you kind of put them together and make your own, your own thing, you know? Yeah. So, man, it's crazy, man. I would listen to a lot of country music, bro, because people, like my parents forced me to listen, like put it on all the time, dude. So when it, when it came to country music, when I was a kid, I like, and I got older, I started to like appreciate just the songwriting aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the 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 catchy hooks and the lyrics and kind of how they did certain things. And I even took that, some of that into like just how I write. So yeah, something that is, I guess, kind of relatable between hip hop and country is that they're like your storytelling. And I'm I like a lot of old country, but I'm now just appreciating a lot of uh like newer country because the storytelling is just crazy like it might sound like a certain type of thing but it, it's it's wild like i was listening to luke combs new album recently and like i don't that's like something i don't ever listen to which is wild that but, one that just came out right yeah i don't even know what it's called to be honest i just saw him on joe rogan and then i started listening to luke combs <laughs> see look at that dude that right there power of a podcast power yeah. of a podcast right there so yeah that's tight man I, I i love this the songwriting aspect when it comes to to music because i love to write writing is like one of my favorite parts i love the whole process it's just a very uh fulfilling process when you you know when you talk and now motherfuckers who can make the beat and then write the song like that's the ultimate control and i don't know how to produce music but um, that's why it's like big love to all the producers out there, man. Cause they're, you know, they're the ones that are catching the vibe first, creating the vibe first. And I'm taking that and building on it, you know? So. Yeah. Producing is beautiful. Like I, I just love it. Oh yeah. I wanted to ask too. Um, I was listening to that Spocast podcast earlier today also, and you mentioned hieroglyphics and hieroglyphics is one of my favorite hip hop groups of all time. I mean, alongside with Souls of Mischief. Uh, what's your favorite hieroglyph hieroglyphic song? Oh, come on. My, uh, Miles to the Sun is, my, okay. I think, my, my favorite off the of Third Eye Vision. Yeah. And uh, it's like, hieroglyphics is fucking... Or, or, you know, I would also say... Uh, is it Made You Look? What is that fucking song called? That might be it. But um casual is my favorite i like festo also they're they're all fucking dope dude and that's what's dude, the, one of the dope things about it they have so many fucking members dude and they yeah. all got fucking bars and they all add something to a song but that was just in that vein of some of that first stuff i was listening to like i, I started off listening to real lyrical stuff so it was like jedi mind tricks hieroglyphics really had that just that lyrical that stuff that they're like you were saying they're painting a picture you know mm -hmm. telling a story in a way that they were using kind of crazy words too like big words that you know i didn't really know what they were so <laughs> it was like forcing me to think and so that was my first like impression of like 
I want to rap like this. Like I want to freestyle. When I'm going to try to freestyle on the track, I'm going to try to do it like this because this is what I'm listening to. I'm listening to hieroglyphics, and they just had such a cool underground sound. So, yeah, man, I fucking I love hieroglyphics, man. All right, man. I mean, that's all the the questions I had. I think that was like a good amount of time, and I, that was an awesome conversation we had. Definitely. Dude, um, yeah, man. If you yeah. ever if you ever make it up here, you fucking let me know, man. We get on the podcast and uh I want to, man. I really want to take a trip up there. Even like I don't know when, just to see you guys perform too, whenever that uh I could make it up there. That'd be awesome. Yeah, man. I'll hit you with some details of, of some shows we got, you know, coming up in the future and you know, we can see, you know, what's up. But I, if you ever come up here, I'd love to get you on the podcast too, man. It's a pleasure. Definitely, yeah. Sweet man, I'll I'll link everything. You don't have to plug everything. I'll take care of all the plugs for your music and your social media uh, down in the description for everything. But thanks for being on the podcast and taking your time uh, to do this too. Dude, of course, I'm gonna get some food. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. All right.